Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best value registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. God is a counselor. He's our Prince of Peace. He's our everlasting Father, and He's our mighty God, our Defender. But He is not a bully. He is a gentleman, and He is a God who loves us enough to give us the choice to choose Him. You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. So if you are anything like me, You long to see Jesus working in the day-to-day, mundane parts of life. You long for that. But let's be honest. Oftentimes, we are so busy and so anxious that it's hard to see His work around us. And He is at work around us. But then on top of that, the enemy works to keep us blind to God's activity around us. So today, what I want us to explore is how to see God at work in our lives, how to recognize where he is, how to connect with him in the daily and the mundane. And helping us take that adventure is Wendy Pope. Wendy is an author and a speaker, and she's the founder of Word Up Ministries. This is where she invites women to join her in living experientially with Jesus and rediscovering his beautiful character. So, Wendy, welcome to the No More Perfect podcast. I love being here with you today, Jill. I love it's No More Perfect because I am not perfect. I didn't even have my earbuds plugged in correctly. <laughs> yeah, when we started this conversation, I couldn't hear Wendy and, and I could read her lips. She was like, can you hear me now? And I was like, no, I cannot. And then finally, she was like, oh, look, you know, it works so much better when your earplugs are fully plugged in. And I it said, does. well, there's a reason this is called the No More Perfect Podcast. So, <laughs> so we started off the podcast with with an imperfection. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. Well, uh, tell our listeners just a little bit more about you. Tell us about your family. Where do you live? Uh, just a little bit more I, about you yeah, personally. I would love to. I'm a, I'm, um, live right outside of Charlotte, east of Charlotte, um, in Monroe, North Carolina. There's a okay. Monroe, Georgia. There's towns the same name in 
several different yeah, states. That's so true. <laughs> like, could you not think of another name? It's so confusing. <laughs> but I'm in North Carolina, and we're just right outside of the little loop that gets no snow when it's predicted in our area. So it's very frustrating. Oh. Yeah, mm. I know you don't know about that because y'all have lots no. of snow where you are, right? Yeah. There. No? Yeah. Mm. Illinois. No. Uh, yeah, right now exactly. we don't have any on the ground, but yeah, definitely. Um, All the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just right outside the little line on the on the weatherman's map that we just we just seem to miss it all the time but um i have been married to um i call him the man of my dreams since uh, 1991 for 30 years um and i call him the man of my dreams because when i was in high school and i was in um late high school first year of college maybe um our discipleship leader at church told us to write down a list of the things that we would want in a and a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah. And so I wrote them down and Scott was every one of them. Oh, wow. So I call him the man of my dreams. Yeah. Isn't that something? Even down That's to great. the fast red car. That was very, uh, <laughs> that, was yeah, very that was very specific. spiritual, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I had some spiritual things on the list also, but the fast red car, that was nice. Um, that oh, was a bonus, but we have two adult children, okay. um, a daughter who's 24 and a son who will be 22 and, in April, just a few months away. And um, we have a little Boykin Spaniel who's 13. The, the, she rules the house. <laughs> and um, Yes, she does. And um, yeah, so I've been in ministry for almost Griffin's, my son's, almost his entire life. I started when he was one. And started out with Proverbs 31 and um, over the years have just been doing speaking and the opportunity to partner with the Lord on some writing projects. And in 2019, started nonprofit uh, Word Up mm-hmm. Ministries where we teach the Bible every single day. So I love that's it. pretty much me in a nutshell. I was raised with uh, Warden June Cleaver. If you know anything about Leave it the Beaver, if you don't, YouTube <laughs> Leave it the Beaver and you'll know all about it. But mom and dad were married for 67 years and mm-hmm. um, raised us right there in the church that they helped found and helped start. Wow. So I had a great foundation and um, haven't always done the right things at the right times, but the Lord's always been there with me and faithful. And here we are. He chose me to do ministry with him because I'm not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he can just, he knows he can tell me to do something. And if I'm, if I'm anything, I err on the side of obedience and Lord, just tell me what to do. And, and I will try my best to do it. I might not always have the best heart towards the obedience because some of the stuff is hard and it's it's not fun um but my heart is always to please my father and um and even if that's to obey and do some hard things some challenging things like starting a ministry which i still third year in it don't know what i'm doing yeah yeah um, but my father does so yeah he yeah. does I, I have a daddy that does and and so he that's just right i'm like lord i don't know what to do in this situation and he helps and yep. um, fills in all those gaps but yeah all that's right. me in a nutshell yeah, I used to say that so often when I was leading Hearts at Home, you know, I led Hearts at Home for 24 right. years. And when I, mm-hmm. you know, there were so many times, uh, you know, m- some of my my leaders would say, Jill, what do we do with this? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea what to do with this. And I would say, you know what? But our God does. And so we're mm-hmm. going to hit our knees and he's going right. to show us. And, and so, he does. He, he does. does. I mean, he does. You just you were talking about um, in, in your opening about him working. And, you know, Scripture tells us that. I mean, it, in, in John, 
uh, chapter five, Jesus says, me and my father, my father and I are always at work. And um, I love that because there are times, Jill, and I know you know this, that we don't see him working. And we feel like if he, we don't see anything happening in our situation, then he doesn't care. Um, we prayed wrong. Uh, you know, we've, we've sinned and we are not aware of it. And he's holding that against us. And there's all kinds of ways that the flesh interprets spiritual yes. silence between us and the Lord. And, um, if we can just anchor ourselves to John 5 17, and regardless of what we see with our eyes or sense with our other senses, whether God's working, whether we sense him working or not, we have to know that he is by faith. Mm-hmm. So if we can anchor to that verse, um, life sure is a lot easier to do. It's a lot more enjoyable and we can really experience the Lord, I believe, in a relationship that we were meant to experience him. And yeah. that's just as a as a daily confidant, as a friend, as somebody that's just so funny. The Lord is so fun and funny to hang out with. And he's just our partner, our, our friend every single day. And just know that he's working on our behalf. If yeah. we can get through, if we can get that in our DNA in, and it will reproduce itself in our spiritual DNA, um, yeah, life would just be a lot more pleasant for us. Yeah. I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree. You know, when I, I think back, so I also grew up in the church, but I grew up in um, more of an environment where God was kind of compartmentalized to church. And a big part of my personal journey has been integrating God in the day-to-day mundane parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot no. of us have struggled with that and um, not known how to, how to integrate him. Uh, would you agree? Oh, I definitely agree. I, you, you, you went to church to meet with God. And, right. you know, we were in our church, it, you know, we, I didn't at that time because I was too young, but my dad would go to visitation and you mm-hmm. would visit people that would come to church and you would bring them to church. And then later, as I grew up, they had evangelism explosion and they had these, these um, programs where people would go out into homes and they would evangelize and hopefully pray for people to receive Christ as Savior. But it was all about getting saved, getting saved, getting saved, getting saved. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't until um, I'm 54. So it wasn't until I was in my early 30s that even though I had grown up in the church and maybe you're speaking, you you're identifying with this statement, sounds like you maybe will, that I, even though I grew up in church, I wasn't sure how to do the God thing outside of church. I mean, I right. knew how to serve. I knew right. how to sing in the choir. I knew how to, even as a young, young married adult, I knew how to teach a Bible study because I could press play on the VCR and I could read the questions and we could go through the discussion questions from the leader's guide. I knew how to do all that. Yes. But what do we do when we're at home and the laundry's piled up or the marriage is not the way you thought it was going to be, or the child has special needs, you know, the health of the other child's not well. I mean, what do you, how do you incorporate Yes, Christ in all of that? 
They don't teach you that on Sunday mornings, right? Am I right? Right. Right. Exactly. And we we should be teaching people that on Sunday mornings, but unfortunately, we're not. And so we have Mm -mm. been, uh, I think another way to look at it is that we have depended upon the church to feed us spiritually, and we have to Mm. learn how to be Uh. self-feeders. Oh my goodness. You have just, you, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly right. Because for me, for years, I went to church to be filled. And now I'm at the place in my journey with the Lord, in my relationship with him, that Sunday morning or whatever day you go to worship. Some people go on different days. Um, it, it's my time to go top my tank off and to mm-hmm. celebrate what God has done in and through me in those six other days. Yes. To, I have learned to experience him every single day. So I'm not, I'm not just hanging on with white knuckles for Sunday to come and me to get an answer from the pastor, because here's the thing. We can't put that much pressure on our pastors, Jill. We, we have, Very we have true. put way, the expectations for our pastors is way too high. It really mm-hmm. is. They can't be responsible for filling us all because we're all at different levels. We're all at different places in our journeys with the Lord and in our relationship with him and the depths and maybe not so deep for some others. But um, in maturity level in our faith, we're different places. And it's like that teacher that stands in front of the classroom to teach multiplication tables. And the person over here on the right hasn't learned how to add yet. But the one over here on her left knows the table's already up to 12 times 12. Yes. So that teacher has got to figure out how to reach both Both. students. Very true. And that's the way our pastors are, our ministers are. They've got to speak on a level that is going to reach everyone. So they can't go deep and they can't go, they can go really wide, but they can't go deep. And the deep part comes in our dailiness our personal dailiness with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's really, let's go back to what you were talking about a little bit earlier. That is really where we begin to understand the character of God and, Mm -hmm. and who Jesus really is, not who we think he is, not who's, you know, not, we don't impose our own experience with our father or our mother or an authority figure in our life and, and put it on the face of Jesus. We come face to face with knowing who he is. And, you know, my husband and I have been rewatching The Chosen. We've really been enjoying, we watched it and now we're going back and rewatching it. And I think the thing that has really stuck out to me in this second time through has been Jesus's character. And like you were saying, Jesus is funny. I think a lot of people don't even know Mm -hmm. about his humor. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that's, I've loved in the chosen where they, they show that side of him every once in a while, you see him Mm -hmm. smiling and laughing and that kind of a thing. But Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk Mm -hmm. about, let's talk about these because I know you have a new book out, uh, Jesus Everlasting. And in that you actually talk about four characteristics of Jesus that we need to understand. So what do we need to understand? Talk about those four characteristics so that we understand what waits, what's awaiting us if we will learn to self-feed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The book is anchored around Isaiah 9, 6, which is typically, Jill, a Christmas passage because it is Isaiah forecasting the prophecy 
speaking prophecy of Jesus to come, the Messiah to come, that he will be a wonderful counselor. He will be a mighty God. He will be an everlasting father and he'll be a prince of peace. Yes. And um, we we tend to put that on a plaque and hang it up at Christmas time with all of our pretty decorations and our nativity scenes. And then we put it back away and we bring it back out, mm. you know, depending on how early you decorate for Christmas, we bring it around the holidays. Uh-huh. Um, but that, that Jesus that was prophesied to be the Messiah of, of God's people that chosen Israel, that's our same Jesus. We were mm. grafted in as Gentiles. We're grafted in to receive that promise. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I explain that in greater detail in the book. So I'm not going to take up our time together for that, but we are grafted in. He is our Jesus. He is our savior. So therefore that prophecy speaks to us. He is our wonderful counselor. He is mm-hmm. our mighty God. He is yes. our everlasting father and he is our prince of peace. And it's not one or the other. It's yes. all at one time in a given moment. He can bring counsel to you that brings peace to you that also is in defense of you. Mm. Um, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful, it's just a beautiful experience. And here's what I have learned, Jill, is that in order to experience Jesus with these titles, these characteristics, we have to know Jesus. And yes. I'm not saying that in an emergency situation, he can't bring peace to you instantly. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that he he can't send defense to you in a way that you might not even see it. You might think, mm-hmm. well, how does he defend me? Well, there's things going on in the heavenlies that we know nothing about. And that's a conversation, a deeper conversation for another day. But if you read Daniel, I think it's, who is it? Chapter 12. I may be getting, maybe it's chapter 10 where Daniel is he has been praying and he's been fasting mm-hmm. and Gabriel finally comes and says, Hey, no, I don't think it's Gabriel. I think it's Michael. Anyways, I may be getting the angel wrong, but the angel That's comes and right. says, Hey, <laughs> I, I, we sent the angel. We, we sent the answer to you the minute you prayed, but I've been battling to get it to you. Mm. So there's, there are things going on that we can't see. So mm-hmm. please, no one think that he's not working, that he's not defending you. He is, because what gets to us has been filtered through his hands and through his sovereignty. Again, much deeper than where we want to go today, I believe. But um, in order to experience him in those moments and to get that counsel that we need and experience that peace and know him as our defense um, and the everlastingness of him, oh, my goodness goodness and everything that's temporary he's permanent i love that about him we mm. have to know him we have we to do. know him, Jill, and it goes deeper than sunday mornings we've already touched on that it's a daily visit it's a daily date that we yes. have with the lord and because i've had that daily date with him for now over two decades i can recognize that counsel when it comes i know that it's him because I know that it's his voice. I know how he communicates with me. I can sense that peace that comes over me, even though my situation might not be resolved. The problem might not be solved. The answer has not yet been provided. I sense a peace that comes over me that says, I've got this. Yes, which is what the Bible says, describes as a peace that passes understanding. Absolutely. It, It goes beyond an un, our, our earthly understanding. Like, how can Absolutely. I feel peace mm-hmm. when what has just happened has happened? 
Well, it's absolutely. It's because you know Christ and you know that he's still in charge and you trust him. And that is him. That's the thing. And that is forged in the daily feeding in our lives. And that's what it's forged in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is. And it's um, it's where I believe where Christians miss. That's where the, that's what they miss. They and, and you and I both write books. So I'm, I'm not discounting Christian literature, Christian books. Bible mm-hmm. studies, any of that. I'm not discounting any of those things because you and I have been blessed to be able to participate in that world, to be able to encourage yeah. people through words that the Lord, give, Lord gives us. But there is no substitute for sitting down with God's word. Right. And what, what I believe the easy go-to is, oh, I need, I'm sitting here looking at my shelf with my first, mm-hmm. very first book had, was called Wait and See. It was about waiting on Lord. Okay, so I need something on waiting. I'm going to go to Amazon or I'm going to Google waiting and I'm going to go and I'm going to find, you know, Wendy Pope's book and I'm going to go and read that. And, oh, it's going to give me some principles that are godly, that are based in God's word. Yes. But instead of going to the source, which is God's word, we typically will look, listen for a pot. We'll look for a podcast or a book Yeah. because here's the thing, Jill, is we are scared at least I was, and I know many, many women that are scared to open God's word because they're scared they, number one, they won't understand it. Mm-hmm. And number two, they're scared they will understand it. <laughs> um, and that they will, oh gosh, he's going to ask me to go to Africa or he's going to ask me to do something that I can't do. You're right. You probably will ask be asked to do something you can't do, but you'll see his power through you do it. Yeah, um, that's how he works. And you know that and, and for sure. But that's the thing is we we look for Christian literature. We look for Bible studies. We look for podcasts. We look for sermons. All of those are great resources. But the source is his word. And um, I just encourage people, Jill, that are at that place where I was 20 years ago, raised in the church, um, always there serving, doing all of the doing things that we're supposed to be doing to be, you know, good Christian people. I had a one baby, another one on the way and completely messed up, you know, in a marriage that I thought, okay, what are we doing here? This is, mm-hmm. this is not my happily ever after. You know, if that's where you are, if you're in a similar place, I just encourage your listeners to pick up the word. Yes. And start with Psalm 1. If you don't know where to start, I tell everybody, you don't know where to start, start with Psalms 1. Yes, you could you could go into John. You could go into James. You could go into some of the um, prison letters, Ephesians. Those are great. But I'm, if you just want a great place just to start with somebody who definitely understands feeling separated from God, definitely understands the portrayal of friends, definitely understands life disappointments, you cannot find anybody, anybody better, in my opinion, than David. He didn't write all the Psalms, but he wrote a good many of them. And there's 150 there. That will take mm-hmm. somebody 150 days unless yep. they take a several several days to read Psalm 119, which is 176 verses. Um, <laughs> you could go through the Psalms almost twice, almost in one year. Mm-hmm. That's a great. That's where I started mm-hmm. because I didn't know where else to start. And I had mm-hmm. been I was so ashamed. And at the time that I lost being intimate and really good friends with the Lord and experiencing him as a counselor, as a comforter and a defender and a friend, 
and a father, an everlasting father. I grieve those days mm-hmm. because there's, you know, I went to church looking for the answers instead of just going to the Lord himself. Yeah. And yep. so I just encourage everyone, don't be afraid, pick up the Bible. And I also encourage everyone to find a translation that you understand. Mm-hmm. If the ESV is difficult or the King James is difficult, I'd started with the living Bible paraphrase, mm-hmm. the green padded cover. Um, I have a children's Bible in my home because I have two children. I have been known on more than one occasion to go get my kids children's Bible. Yep. Um, find a Bible that you can yep. understand and start reading. That's how you develop a relationship with a person. Yep. I have a relationship with my very best friend. And the reason I do, I know I, when she calls me, I know that it's her because her picture pops up now. But back in the day when we started our friendship, we mm-hmm. were long distance, one county to the next, and we could call once a week. Well, when she called, I knew it was her. Why? Because I knew her voice. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I had spent time with her. The same applies to our relationship with God. Yes, yes. And you know, yeah. I one of the things that I've gotten in the habit of doing is um, if I've got something going on with me or something that I'm struggling with, um, I will use Google, but I'll use it to find scripture. I'll use oh, it. Yes. I will type in, what does the Bible say about fear? What yes. does the Bible say about um, anxiety? Uh, what does the Bible say mm-hmm. about judgment? You know, whatever right. it is that I am struggling with, what does the Bible say about being falsely accused? I mean, there's just so, so that I, oh, I yeah. have found that that's my new concordance. And for those that don't know what a concordance is, it's like an index for a Bible and it's often in the back of the Bible. Well, this is, I've just found that that's mm-hmm. one of the quickest ways. And then I can take that and I can actually go to my Bible in my hand and I can go to that scripture or those scripts. Usually I get Excellent. a whole list. I, one of my right. favorites, oh, yeah. I think it's openbible.info that often is I the was one. I say the same thing. That's my Were favorite you? one. It's my favorite yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. so when I like. Because it pulls up numerous verses. It does. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times I scroll down till I see the open Bible and then it'll just give you all these verses on whatever it is that you just asked about fear or anxiety or Absolutely. whatever. And you can print them out. You can yep. print them out and have them on a reference on your own paper, print them out and you'll have them in your hand. Cause a lot of times I'll end up go closing all these tabs and I'm thinking, oh, where were those verses? But you yep. can just print them out and you have them there. Um, and, yep. and that's, that is, that's what I, that's the very same thing I do. I'll, or if I like, um, I can't remember, I'm really bad about remembering references. So oh, yes. for instance, the verse, um, John 5, 17, I might go to my, um, my DuckDuckGo or my Google or whatever, and I'll type in verse, my father and I are always working yes. or whatever I can remember about that verse. And it it'll pull it up. up. It'll just tell me. Absolutely. So we are really without excuse. Mm -hmm. We are really, as as Paul says in Romans, we're without excuse um, of of having an intimate relationship with him because it's it's right there. It's and here's the question that just popped in my head to answer is, you know, why if we're without excuse and why aren't we? And 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 I want to address that question. I feel like Holy Spirit's just saying address this. We Mm -hmm. are distracted people. We are distracted mm-hmm. people and we are inundated with so many choices. 
Mm-hmm. And we've got to decide. And the decision is ours. God is a counselor. He's our Prince of Peace. He's our everlasting Father. And He's our mighty God, our Defender. But He is not a bully. Yes. He is a gentleman. And He is a God who loves us enough to give us the choice to choose Him. Yes. And sometimes I wish He would just make me. Just make me (laughs) obey. Um, But he just like I would want my child when my children were little. And even now, I would want them to do things that please me and that bring joy to me because they love me. Yes. That's the same way our heavenly father is to us is, you know, he wants us to choose relationship with him, to choose to call on him for that that decision on a job or on a spouse or on should I go to this university or that university? Should I take um, this? Should I move here? Should I go to this church? Um, simple thing is what store should I go to to uh, best be a good steward of, of the money that you've provided for us this week, Lord? Um, direct my car like I pray over my gas tank. Mm-hmm. I mean, I simply I, every time I fill my gas tank, Lord, this gas is a gift from you. You have provided the money for me to have this gas. I want to be a good steward of my car this week. So mm-hmm. help me be able to use my car to serve, um, be a good wise steward of where I'm going and the money that we have, especially right now, as tight as things are and as empty as our shelves are, pray over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that's kind of a little bit of a squirrel, but um, he's going to, the Lord is not a bully. He's a lot of things, but he's not a bully. Mm-mm. And he no. wants us to choose an intimate relationship with him because of who he is and because of what he's not, what he's done for us, not because what we think we can get from it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, Wendy, you and I uh, were talking a little bit uh, before we hit record and um, you, you have walked through some really personal struggles and some significant losses over the last year. You have had a a bulk of loss, really. Um, I have, I've had mine and somebody else's. (laughs) Yeah, you have. So can you talk about those? But more importantly, can you talk about how Jesus was a part of that experience mm-hmm. for you? I can. As well. Yes, I can. Um, it was actually almost a year ago to the day that we discovered that my mom had liver cancer. Mm-hmm. And it was already stage four. And she has had she had compromising health already um, with her rheumatoid arthritis that she'd been battling her whole entire mm-hmm. life. That's a again, a story for another day of how I got saw God work in her life and what he taught me through that. But um, so we knew our time with her was limited mm. and that um, we were we needed to experience as much as we could experience with her and do the best we could and help her finish well, mm-hmm. make good decisions on uh, caregivers um, possible options for treatment, um, even down to, do we tell her, mm-hmm. 87 years old, what at this point do we tell her, Lord? What mm-hmm. do we tell her? And God graciously has given me a wonderful brother that's a few years older than me, and we were in complete unity on almost everything. And if we weren't, we didn't make a decision until we were. And it uh-huh. was just the harmony of that was beautiful. And we 
we felt God's counsel. We felt his peace um, and just wait until a little bit longer until there's, you know, really not a lot of choice, but for her to know and be ready to hear your, your days are a few. And yes. so we went from January to March with just letting her know that the doctors did find cancer, that um, they were going to give her some medicine that will help her keep her food down. All of this was truthful things, but wisely, he, he just helped us navigate through those tough decisions um, and then finally mm-hmm. in March, we told her and mm-hmm. um, she preached a sermon to our family. It's amazing. Mm. And for 11 days, we watched our mom mm. suffer, but then she mm. quickly went on to be with the Lord. And before we had a moment to process that, we had to jump right into how do we care for my dad, who was 89. Mm-hmm. And so we just counsel again, just the peace at every decision we made. And Jill, this is because my brother and I both have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. This is because we seek him daily. Not to say, as I said earlier, that he would not have brought that to us, but we sensed it readily right when we needed it. I I just can't explain it. It's, It's like, it's the fries at the bottom of the bag. It's the bonus chicken nugget in your eight count when you really get 10. It's that... It, it's it really is like the oh wow this is amazing wow mm-hmm. it's there right there um and then when things were going along and we we completed my mom's service was an, an April eighth um the Lord chose to take my mother in law July fourth mm. mm. and we um, had her service July eighth just a few two months after my mom. And the Lord called my dad home August 23rd. Oh. So within four four months, three and a half to four months, my husband lost his mom and I lost both of my parents. And I can't explain in words what the Lord, how the Lord carried us. I can't. Mm. Um, all I can say is if anyone listening ever goes through that, which I would never wish, would never want that much loss in one person's life at one time, if that were to happen, I pray, I pray that they have an intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I would want for everyone listening is, and, and here's the thing too, is maybe you're not there and you haven't gone through those losses. Go ahead and prepare yourself. Yes, because it will happen. And so yes. we want, it's not if it happens, it's no. when. No, no. You know, I, I mean, mm. I would agree. You know, I lost my dad two years ago. I went through breast cancer eight years right. ago. I went yes. through a crisis in my that. marriage 10 years right. ago. And yes. so all of those, had I not already had that relationship with God, um, it would oh. not have been it, it would have been far more devastating than what it already was. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have trouble. Jesus said in this world, you will have trouble. We're not exempt from trouble. We, we sometimes think we are as Christians. We're not. But what we do have is we have our counselor, our comforter, our father and our friend yep. with us ready to help us through the troubles that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. And so I just say to everyone listening, um, get in the book, 
Not, I mean, yeah. Jesus Everlasting is my book. That's great if you get that. But if you had the choice between two books, get in the book. And that yep. means, I mean, the, the Bible. Bible, I'm referring to the Bible. Yep. Yep. Um, prepare yourself for celebrating and praising him when those amazing things come, like that job opportunity, like that grandchild, like that marriage proposal, whatever those great and joyous things are that come to our lives, be prepared to go, wow, this is an answered prayer because of my intimacy with the Lord. And he's, you know, I'm going to praise him for this. But then also that same investment of our time with him daily prepares us for those hard things that you've been through in your life and that I've been through in my life. Um, and they make it, they make it, they make us sustainable. They sustain us that we see that his grace is sufficient in the hardest of times. Um, his mercies are new every morning. There were nights, Jill, that I would go to bed and I would be in tears and mm-hmm. I would send a message to my prayer girls a video message that, and I'm just bawling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bed because when I wake up, his mercies will be new. Yes. And um, you don't know the intimacy of that verse until you know the author of that verse. Yes. And yes. so get in the word, friends, get in the word. It is our sustainer. It is our daily bread. It is our water for our thirsty souls. Um, it is it's so fun to read it, I mean, there's a talking, talking donkey in the Bible. I mean, you, you, it's, there's so many stories in there that are so fun to read. And there's conversations that you, that God has back to, even in the Old Testament. And you hear this little hint of sarcasm in God's voice when the way he responds, like his conversation with, um, Sarah, uh, when she is, um, she says she wasn't listening to the conversation that mm-hmm. Abraham had, but she was listening. And God says, you were listening. You know, it was, there's just so much fun. There are fun things to read in the Bible mm-hmm. and uh, they're challenging things, but, mm-hmm. um, his, it was there. It's left for us for a reason. Yeah. And, yeah. um, it has sustained me. It, it, it continues to sustain me as I know it does you. And I know it's yeah. your, your heart's cry, um, through your podcast and through your ministry to, to, um, to just make everyone aware of that. And, and I love the name of your podcast that we don't have to be perfect and we're not going to be, we're not going to be. And there's no perfect way friends to read the Bible. There's no perfect yeah. way. The way Jill was her quiet time and her time with the Lord is different than me. And the yep. way I have my time with the Lord is different. The way that you will have your time with the Lord, mm-hmm. find the time, find the Bible and mm-hmm. get into it. Absolutely. And, and watch, what God, watch God work. Watch him come and supply your need and provide counsel to you and a peace to you and a and just a comfort that, OK, this is going to pass. This this thing that's with me is going to pass. You will never pass because you're my everlasting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I can't talk enough about him. I could talk about him all day. <laughs> He's my friend. We have so much fun right. together. 
Yes. You know, and so I just want to say to to you, those of you that are listening, if that is something that is like it's something that you long for, but you don't know how to get there. I have a book called Real Moms, Real Jesus. So for those of you that are moms, that's um, a book of getting to know who Jesus is. Wendy's got this book, Jesus Everlasting, that uh, we will make sure and put a link to in the show notes as well. And, you know, what comes to my mind is that if you want to get in the Bible, but you don't know where to start, let Wendy be your tour guide. That's what she does. That's what she does in Word in Word Up Ministries. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what she's doing. So Wendy, where can people find you online? What's the best that, way to connect with you? They can go to wordupministries.org. Okay. And that's where they can find all about our Bible class. And there's links to information. I, I have a website too, wendypope.org, but I would rather you find Jesus than find Wendy. So go to wordupministries.org and we have a daily video teaching. Uh, we walk through the one year chronological Bible, me and about, I don't know, a couple thousand friends all over the world. And we just, we just read the Bible and we go through passages that we don't understand together. We go through passages that are hard for us to swallow. Mm -hmm. Um, We go through passages that are beautiful to celebrate, Um, but we do it together. So you're not alone. It's a free course. Uh, You only need, all you need is a chronological Bible. And if you can't afford to buy one of those, email me that my link will be on that page and we'll give you one. We don't want anybody to not have the tools. We have a journal that goes with it. We'll be glad to give you one of those as well, but it's a great place to start of reading the Bible. Yeah. Oh, so important. So important. Uh, This has been a great conversation. Wendy, would you be willing to close us in prayer? I certainly will. Thank you, Jill, for having me. Mm -hmm. Um, Lord, you are so good to us. You, you truly are. And I am just amazed. Um, I was just thinking of, didn't have my earbuds connected all the way in. So Jill couldn't hear me. Lord, when we're not connected to you through your word, mm. we can't hear you. Yeah. Yep. Um, you speak, Lord, through your word so powerfully. Yes, you speak through creation. You speak through podcasts like Jill. You speak to us in any manner. But mm-hmm. you speak loudly and most clearly through your word. And yes, so I just Lord pray Jesus. for everyone that's listening today that they're that Holy Spirit, that you will just just prick their hearts. Yes. Um, that you will prick their hearts with just the just the tenderest of love and beckon and call everyone listening yes. to be in your word. Yes, Lord and Jesus. That you are our defender, Father, that you will defend every heart. Because with every decision we make to move forward, the enemy will align and line up anything that he can to make Mm -hmm. us move backwards or sit Mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, I just pray as our mighty defender that you will come to to the defense of everyone who right now is deciding I'm going to do it. Yep. I'm going to do it. It is just the first of January. I can jump in and I can start reading the Bible. And I pray that you will jump in their defense because the enemy does not want us to be knowledgeable of your word. He knows your word because mm-hmm. he, he quoted it back to you in your own word. He knows your word and mm-hmm. he knows the power of it. And he does not want us to have that. So yes. I pray for the defense of everyone listening. I pray for the counsel 
of your greatness, your wonderful counsel to yes. everyone who is in the in the process of making decisions right now. Maybe life and death situations, Lord, maybe job changes, maybe marital status, maybe marital decision about whether to marry or not. The decisions, however simple or however complex, Lord, I pray for your counsel there. I pray for the assurance of everyone listening of their salvation. You are our everlasting Father, and I pray that everyone listening knows that. And Lord, if they're not listening, that Holy Spirit, you will bring them to their knees into a place where they can receive you as their gift of faith. Yes, and, Lord Jesus. And you as Christ, as, as their Lord. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, Lord, for peace. The person mm-hmm. that may be listening to this podcast sitting in a chemo chair or in a waiting room while someone is sick with COVID mm-hmm. or in a maternity ward holding a premature baby. Um, maybe they're not, don't know, Lord, how they're going to pay their house payment, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, Lord, I pray for your perfect peace to be upon them and for them yeah. to know that the counsel and the peace and the assurance and the defense, all of those are coming from you. Let yeah. them be keenly aware that they're not from anything that this world provides or anything that we ourselves can manufacture, that it comes yes. from you. Yes. All of this in your name. We pray for the reach of this podcast and for the blessing over Jill's ministry and what she's seeking to accomplish through your work in her and through her. And I ask all Mm -hmm. of this in your name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. One more thing, we have three free eBooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships. Thank you.